This morning on the forum, we look at the new minimum wage for domestic workers in South Africa. The Labour Department says that the decision to increase domestic workers' annual wages is in accordance with laws protecting workers in sectors where they were exposed to potential exploitation and where work organizations and trade unions were absent and workers were not covered by regulating mechanisms. Critics against the idea of a national minimum wage say that this will lead to mass of job losses and on the forum this morning we asking you what will the impact of a national minimum wage for domestic workers be given the current economic climate and the lines will be open throughout the show you can call us on 0891 you can also sms us on 34701 at a cost of two rand or you can tweet off facebook at am live on safm or at Sakina Kamwendo. And also uh, the wage adjustments will commence as from the 1st of December 2014 um, until the 30th of November next year. That's 2015. And joining us for this discussion, we have Mr. Tembinkosim Kalipi, who is the Acting Deputy Director General in the Department of Labor. Thanks for speaking to us once again. Thanks, Kalipi. Thanks for your listeners. And we also have with us uh, Ms. Myrtle Vidboy, who is the General Secretary of the South African Domestic and Allied Workers Union. Uh, thanks for your time as well. Thank you for being here. Now, I'm going to start with you, Mr. Mkalipi. Perhaps if you could just walk us through, uh, you know, uh, the uh, new dispensation and exactly what it entails. Well, as, as, as your listeners would know, I mean, the Department of Labor for the last uh, number of years have been uh, involved in a process of uh, uh, introducing uh, minimum wage for domestic workers and other sectors. This is not, as, as you've said in your insert, this is not the first uh, uh, a review of the wages. These wages are reviewed every three years mm. uh, for domestic workers. And uh, uh, this the wages are, 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 are covering three different areas. Uh, it's the metro areas, it's the non-metro areas, and those workers who work uh, for less than 27 hours. And, uh, and, and then for, for metro areas specifically, we're talking about 2,000 now, the wages were around about 1,080, are going to 2,065 rand, and, uh, and, and, and they, they would be 1,800 for those who are non-metro, um, and uh, they will be around about, for those who work less than 27 hours a month, uh, around about uh, 1,004. And, of course, uh, this comes into effect on the 1st of December, which is next week, effectively, um, uh, 2014. And also just wondering, uh, Mr. Mkalipi, are employers aware of this? Well, I mean, uh, uh, we are... As, as, the, as the minister has announced the, the, the rates now, uh, we will be going out on a campaign to inform. Remember, the wages come into effect technically, yes, on the first, but the, the workers will see it in their pay packet and the employers in their bank balance at the end of uh, December. Therefore, the month of, between now and the month of December, the intention is to inform employers specifically and the workers about the new changes. Is the department, however, able to actually enforce these minimum uh, wage rates? Well, if your question is, is that is the department able to put an inspector in each and every household that has got a domestic worker, the answer there would be definitely no. Uh, we are not going to be able to do that. 
But uh, uh, for those domestic workers that come forward and report their cases, and those households where we've got sports checks on will be able to enforce it on those basis. But if the question, as I've said, is can we ensure that each and every household is checked, uh, definitely we do not have capacity to do that. But we do have capacity. Enforcement is not only by the Department of Labor, by the way. Uh, workers and trade unions themselves, it's their responsibility to assist in the enforcement. Therefore, we'll put all the resources that we've got to ensure that uh, 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 employers comply with uh, the, the, the minimum which is published. Ms. Vitvoy, um these upward adjustments, what is your view on it as uh, the South African Domestic and Allied Workers Union? And also perhaps if you could weigh in on this issue of enforcement. Well, uh, to be very honest, uh, the Domestic Workers Union are not very impressed with the current wage increment because we feel that it's not doing justice to the domestic worker. Secondly, also, we've been involved with so many discussions with the Department of Labor. We've been involved with the MBSOs, and it looks like nothing that we have said on behalf of the worker has made an effect, you know, has played a role in when the current uh, wages were set. However, we do appreciate that the Department of Labor is, you know, talking to us. But we still maintain that domestic workers should get a better wage because, to us, what difference is two rand going to you to make on a daily wages? What difference is hundred and something going to make to the life of a domestic worker at the end of December? Secondly, that is our reaction. Unfortunately, you know that is how domestic workers feel. Secondly, yes, I agree with Kalipi. We've met before that definitely they won't be able to enforce this because they do have a lack of inspectors. But as from the union side, we always try to assist the Department of Labor by, you know, creating pamphlets, speaking, and doing things like that. But I do think that we do need to work together much more, and we do need to sit and negotiate what do we think is a best or a good salary for domestic workers. And uh, just talking about uh, uh, what you were unhappy about, you say some of the issues, some of the concerns that you raised or uh, suggestions yes. were not taken into account yes. by the Department of Labor. What are yes. some of those? The concerns was that a domestic worker that works full-time stays with the employer, she has a room, she gets her salary. Say, for instance, she gets a salary, the new salary. A domestic worker that's traveling every day to her, to her work, she gets the same salary, yet 700 rand or 600 rand she spent on transport. There is no way that the employer subsidizes the traveling for a domestic worker, which means that that domestic worker is minus 700 rand. The other thing is that a domestic worker that goes out daily to an employer, can you imagine a worker going out to work for eight hours, only getting 80 rand, for the day, yet she spent 30 to 35 rand traveling. We raised all that concerns to the minister. We say to the minister, start thinking broadly. Start listening to what a domestic worker's done. We've done a survey because the Department of Labor has given us forms to go out and do a survey. We've done it for them. We present the survey. On that survey, you will be shocked. Domestic workers say that they're living from borrowing money every month to pay to, for their children to pay for their homes and things like that. That is all the concerns. Yet for the last 10 years, we've been sitting down with the previous minister, with the next minister, and now with our own woman minister of labor. 
try to understand what we're trying to say to you. And this is our concerns. We talk about skills development. We talk about so many things. But for us, it's like, you know, the minister come, the minister spend millions on MDSOs. She's telling us, talk to me. We're talking to her. The problem is that are they listening to us? Are they listening to what we're saying? And this is our concern because exactly what has happened last year happened this year, the year before. They just decide this is what you get and this is how you should be. You know, we should be thankful. We're sorry. We cannot do it any longer. Mr. Mkalipi? Well, uh, uh, the issue that I would need to uh, raise here is that there's no doubt that this department is listening to all uh, uh, the people affected involved in this sector and other sectors. And you must remember that in terms of the law, uh, the minister has got to come up with a rate that is applicable. The minister has got to ensure that the rate takes workers out of poverty. The minister has got to ensure that employers are able to pay. Now, there's this misconception in the labor market that domestic employers all stay in Santin. All have got means to pay uh, whether you call it 10,000 rand or 5,000 rand. But that's not the case. Many domestic work employers are teachers, are nurses, are civil servants who themselves don't earn high salaries. Now, when the minister decides what the rate is, has got to take into consideration all the parties involved, including those domestic workers themselves. Now, that's what we did in this case. We've looked at the market. We've looked at what is possible. And if you can see, the increases is more, it's more, it's around about, it's, 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 it's around about uh, uh, 20%, yes, from a, lo- a very low base. There's no doubt about that. Now, what do we do? If we raise wages as the union wants, the consequences of that could be job losses. And we've got to answer also that. Now, those are the issues that we look at. We look at who are the employers in the domestic space. And I repeat this. The employers in the domestic space are not only the rich folks that stay in Santiago. Mm-hmm. You've got domestic employers who stay in Soweto, who stay in Mamelodi, who stay in Nyanga and Kukuleti. You've got domestic employers who are teachers, who are nurses, who are police. Uh, uh, who also have got to pay the same rate. Now, when we take a decision, we've got to take all of that into consideration. Ms. Whitboy? Yes, so what, what, what Kalipi is trying to say, as domestic workers, we should just accept exploitation, we should accept that we must work this long hours, we should accept that we are earning this low wages. Obviously, yes, sir, the Minister of Labor is controlled by business <coughs> because when we call our meetings, when they call us to meetings, they call employers, they call domestic workers, you will find only domestic workers is at that meeting. The employers are not interested. So the question would be, who are they talking to? What employers are they talking to? Another thing is that must we just accept that an employer saying in Kailisha is going to exploit me to come and work for her every day and give me 60 rand? I'm sorry. Domestic workers must now be able to speak for themselves. 
We will say how we feel about unemployment. We will say what will happen to us. But it is time that they look at us as women and they look at us as people. People should stop deciding for us what is right for us. Let the farm workers went on strike. The Minister of Labor didn't know what to do. I remember the words of the Minister, Kalipi Watpers, and the Minister say, when I walk in, are you also going to speak about strike? No. We are peaceful workers, but we just want justice. We want a decent wage for decent work. That's all we're asking. Well, this morning on the Forum at 8, we are asking what will the impact of a national minimum wage be uh, given the current economic climate? And uh, we are talking specifically about the new minimum wages for domestic workers in South Africa with our guest, Mr. Temin Kosim Kalipi, who is Acting uh, Deputy Director General in the Department of Labor, and Ms. Myrtle Vitboy, who is General Secretary of the South African Domestic and Allied Workers Union. What What's your take on this? Are you uh, an employer and how do you think this is going to impact on you? Will you be holding on to uh, the employment, uh, the, the, um, the domestic worker that you have given the new adjustments? Or will you be um, asking your domestic worker to perhaps come in less frequently? What are some of the uh, choices that you will be faced with given this new regulation? But at the same time, I just want to read uh, very quickly this tweet from uh, Bafedile. And Bafedile says, how can you not want to reward someone who looks after your most prized possessions, your kids, your house, etc.? I am happy to pay those wages. So what are your thoughts on this particular matter? Let's go to Lebu in Parktown. Good morning, Lebu. Hi, hi, Sakina. Uh, I mean, the increases are just crazy, impossible. Most uh, domestic employers will not be able to afford uh, such an increase. For starters, the cost to uh, a domestic employee is a lot more than what the real money that you give to her. Um, if you look at the electricity, the the food that you offer, and top-notch food, not just cheap food, um, the, the, the wastefulness of how they, they work in the house, wasting electricity, water, don't give a damn, they don't care. And even if you try to give them an increase every three months, just to keep them motivated, etc., they still don't have any due regard for appreciation of trying to work together, making them part of your family. In fact, they'll steal left, right, and center. I mean, I've lost so much in my house that I'm not prepared to have a domestic worker anymore. Thank you. But hold on, before you run, Lebu, uh, do you think, uh, looking at what the minimum stipulations are, and I must emphasize these are minimum stipulations, do you think that that's a living wage to begin with? Okay, let's let's start here. Um, uh, I don't know uh, what was the rationale behind those increases, but let me speak for myself. I was giving my uh, domestics between 2,000 and 2,500 rand before all these increases came through. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm speaking for myself, not speaking from what the the Department of Labor has come through with, with such regulations. The, the reality is that here you employ somebody who doesn't sometimes doesn't even know how to iron, doesn't even know how to mop the floor. You try to train them through, try to give them a skill. So what do you pay, really? Do you pay just for convenience or for real uh, kind of good service that you're getting? You're trying to upskill this person, take her to uh, cooking classes if you need her to cook for you, and give her more salaries. They still don't appreciate it. In fact, 
some will tell you, I'm not going to a cooking school. What if I, I don't cook well and you fire me? So, the, you know, it's, it's just frustrating to have a domestic employee. It's just frustrating. I don't need one, and I don't think I want to have one going forward. Thank you. Okay, that's Lebu in Parktown. Bonagale and Kailicha, good morning. <phone rings> Okay, we seem to have lost Ubonagele there. Uh, let's uh, read some of the uh, tweets. Oh, let me start with the SMSs that have come through. Uh, this one says, uh, many people are going to lose jobs if this law is enforced. I only earn 2500 for the month. How can I pay my domestic then? It doesn't make sense. Another one says, the problem with the minimum wage is that it becomes a norm. It is seen as a recommended wage rather than an absolute minimum wage. And I couldn't agree more with that sentiment. Um, Simpiwe says the minimum wage is so low and there is no need to enforce. It should really be sympathy from one's heart to pay more than this. These ladies are so helpful to us. I've been raised by a domestic worker myself. Please, South Africa. And John says more people are going to lose jobs because lots of employers simply cannot afford it. By 2016, 2 million domestic workers will lose their jobs. Unions are responsible for this. Um, I'd like to know where those figures come from, John. Two million uh, domestic workers out of a job by 2016. Please send us another e- uh, e- SMS telling us where that comes from. Togazani it, in uh, Ladysmith uh, says, I think the move will benefit labor brokers and we hope to see more of them emerging as uh, and uh, yeah, so and Zintle says, my heart bleeds for the many people who will lose their jobs in our economic climate. The unions have never cared about the poor and unemployed anyway. That's from Zintle. Let's go back to Bonagele in Kailicha. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call once again. I was worried because the who were... Okay. Uh, Sakina, uh, you know, let me... Uh, I'm afraid to say with the gentleman that is sitting there of Department of Labor... Allow me to say, with, with no fear or favor, to, to tell him that the Department of, of, of Labor is failing Gizma, or actually failing the people of this country. Why I'm saying so? If I may ask him a question, just a simple question. Remember the recent strike, probably two, three years ago, the farm workers. Did they get that increase? Did they? I'm not sure. Of which even with this one, I think that's a good move in any case, because our mothers and sisters, or uh, otherwise, they 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 getting paid peanuts. It's something that needs to be really rectified. I mean, something mm. that is not good at all. But as much as I think, because people will say, "Look, I'll, I'll, I can pay what I can afford, or she can afford." I'm talking about the employers now. You understand my point? I with them, think I do. My point. My point is that the question I'm asking now. Ask him if whether the farm workers, which probably the three years ago, with that huge strike that they had, did they get that increase? If, okay. If you can answer me that question, I will understand and believe on them. I don't trust them they failing us. And in fact, look what is happening with the labor brokers. I'm working for labor brokers. That's what I'm saying. I'm okay. also, my heart is bleeding that the other caller was saying. I got Honestly you there. Speaking, Thank you so Thank much, much Bonagele. Uh, let's go to Sebastian in Cape Town. Good morning. Yes, good morning to you. Just a comment on the individual impact, which, and then I'll get to the national impact. Um, 
if you take the wage of 2,000 rand per month, which has to uh, pay rent and electri- uh, electricity, uh, transport besides food costs, and uh, let us assume, which probably correctly, that the domestic worker has a family behind her, and if you even exclude all the others, such as rent, electricity, how much food will 2,000 rand actually buy in a supermarket for a month for a, for a family? Uh, I mean, this is a shockingly low wage. Now, if you go to the national question, uh, giving people at the at the very lowest uh, extremes of our uh, wage determinations more money, I would uh, suggest is just uh, will be totally beneficial to the economy for the following reasons. As people have more money to spend on essentials, they will actually spend it because they have to. Now, this will stimulate demand growth and employment in the economy as long as they are not spending on imported goods. Um, So it can only be beneficial in those aspects. So if there is any loss of employment on the front of, uh, uh, because some uh, employers of domestics uh, say they cannot afford uh, uh, the increases, and I think to a large extent this is just special pleading from people who don't want to pay rather than can't pay. Uh, it will be made up from increased better uh, job employment in the national arena from the increased demand that comes from increased wages, uh, not just in the sector of the domestic workers but in all other sectors as well. Thank you so much, Sebastian, for that input. But let's go to Davi Ruet. I believe we have him back. Davi? Can I make one or two comments? Yes, please. Okay. Well, I listened to the tail end of your previous uh, caller just now saying that this will increase demand in the economy. And on a nominal level, that actually is correct. But, you know, if we take an argument like that to the extreme, uh, why don't we increase or make a minimum wages, say, 10,000 rand, for instance? That will add to more demand in the economy, and the economy will grow. It simply doesn't hold. That argument simply does not hold water. Perhaps I think the first point to, to be made here is that, you know, minimum wage like this essentially takes a lot of uh, individual rights away from the individual because there are two, uh, two groups or two individuals somewhere agree on a minimum wage between the two of them and that contract then is enforced on somebody else by the minister and this is exactly what this determination is. It's a minister enforcing a contract between totally unrelated parties upon me and upon you. That is a, that is a reduction or that is an, an, an attack on my rights as an individual, to sell my labor at whoever I want to, at whatever price I want to. That's the first point. The second point is, we've had, and let me give an example, we've had minimum wages in the in uh, agriculture the last couple of years. Now, I've done the calculations, and I can tell you we've lost more than, te- uh, uh, more than a million jobs in agriculture the past 10 years, and I would say 80% uh, for the reason for that has to do with the introduction of minimum wages in agriculture. I promise you the same will happen here. If you introduce a minimum wage that is too high, and even a relatively low minimum wage, it will have a detrimental impact on job creation uh, in the country. In the meantime, we have massive levels of unemployment in South Africa. We actually need the uh, kind of jobs that are not very, well, how can I put it, technical in nature, uh, because that is where the most of our skills are. We've got many millions of people that are totally unemployed with the relatively low levels of skills, and we need jobs like, for example, uh, in houses and in factories and on the farms. And by introducing these minimum wages, we are undermining the potential of economic growth, firstly, but certainly the potential of the economy of creating more jobs. And how do we deal with the issue of exploitation, Davi? 
you know, the word exploitation, I don't understand really what it means. What does it mean? If, if I offer a job to somebody and that person is prepared to take the job, or if somebody offers me a job and I'm prepared to, pay the, to take that job, how on earth can that be exploitation? I am prepared to You could to be take exploiting someone's vulnerability Why? because the power dynamic here definitely comes into play. And as the person, you know, holding the purse strings, you obviously are in a more superior position. And someone who's going hungry, may perhaps just not have the will or the wherewithal to say no because they want to put food on the table, hence creating that opportunity for exploitation to set in. Well, isn't it so much more vulnerable for a person not to have a job at all? Isn't a person much more vulnerable to go to, to, go to your house and look at your, your children in the eye and say, listen, I do not have a job because I am prevented from law from taking a job to give you something at least? Isn't something better than nothing? But are you then suggesting that because someone is poor and they're vulnerable and they have nothing to begin with, that they should take anything that is given to them? Well, I certainly, well, that's not up to me to say. That's up to the individual. It's for the individual to decide this, and my circumstances are X, and I'm prepared to do whatever to improve that. It is not for me to say that the that, that, that person should be limited to taking a job of. 100 rand a day or 200 rand a day, that's up to the individual. And it should be left to the individual. It's no, that this is not the place for, in, for politicians to force me to take a, or not to take a job simply because somebody that wants to employ me is not prepared to pay an amount of money. See, look at the hardship what happened when people do not have jobs. See what happened to Rustam area. I have been there. I have been to the Transkei, and I know how many people are so dependent on, on an income from the Transkei. During the strikes, there uh, were millions of people going through terrible hardships because they didn't have money. The reality is whether like this or not, Africa is a poor country. When, uh, we need to create more jobs, certainly, and the only way to create more jobs is by growing the economy. But by forcing people to, to, to pay some people more, you are simply reducing the chances of other people of getting jobs. Well, okay then. That's Davi Ruud, Director and Chief Economist of Efficient Group. Davi Ruud's views on this particular matter. Just to remind you what we're talking about this morning, we're looking at uh, the uh, wages, uh, the minimum wage stipulation for domestic workers, and we are asking you, what will the impact of a national minimum wage be given the current economic climate? Let's take a few more calls. Temba and Alexandra, good morning. You will be ambitious, Sakina, to, to, to expect David Road to understand what exploitation is. <laughs> okay. I'm telling you. And what, what he is a typical capitalist. You see, the thinking is this is an individual decision. In other words, Vulnerable people can be exploited because they are vulnerable and nobody must be able to stand up and say this is wrong. He is in the same bracket as Levo who generalizes so badly. He probably did not even pay the, 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 the domestic helper he, he, he engaged and he says all these negative things about, about people. You know, the, the tragedy no, but you can't say this. he didn't pay. I mean, he was saying he did pay. He was saying he was just dissatisfied with the levels of service he was receiving. No, no. And uh, let, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. There is nothing positive he ever, he ever said about uh, a domestic helper. Nothing positive. They are thieves. They, they, he wants to transfer. What skill does he transfer? You know, Sakina, let's look at it this way. These people who are called domestic 
help us for workers, mm. cook for us. They they look after for our children. They are the first line of security in our homes. They keep our homes clean. What 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 more domestic? What, what, what I, I just I just don't understand how you can take that type of work and put it at the baseline. Mm. Because those people are critically important. I just don't, even this, this, this uh, government trying to intervene and all, it's all part of the big uh, 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 exploitation uh, plan. The reality of the situation is even the minimum wage is not, it's not even about to approach the, 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 the measure that is expected to match these people's input into, into, into South, the, the South African economy. Thank I can you tell you that? for now. Mm-hmm. I can tell you for now that the other tragedy that I see is all the people who are speaking on this show, including myself, are not domestic workers, and we've got just one voice that is standing for domestic workers. There, it's a tragedy. Absolutely, uh, that is true. Thank you so much, Temba in Alexandra. Let's go to uh, Peter in George. Morning, Peter. Hello, Peter. Okay, I'm sure he's somewhere on the system. Janusz, good morning. Good morning, Sakina. Um, enforcement of such a uh, you know uh, increase of payment, it's good and bad. Okay, we we know that many many of us, many people who give the employment abused the system and they pay peanuts for. But also in my situation, by example, I uh, had a domestic uh, lady twice in the week. Uh, I pay her 160 rand per day, you know, feed her, and we teach her how to work, how to do the job up to our satisfaction. And it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy because, you know, they they are not used to this, you know. The, and and uh, so we actually reduced this, and often they came late because of transport problem. So we decided to reduce it and do, do more jobs by ourselves. It actually works, you know. What, I, what I'm worried is that many people are like us, like me, myself, going to think the same way. Instead of paying 150, 180, okay, let's give this money to my uh, uh, sort of a son or daughter and give them lesson how to clean it and they will have some money, pocket money as well. But on the other side, it's going to be like, this is international problem because like in the, even in Poland now, we've got many Ukrainian people coming and ladies cleaning, you know, illegally, uh, of course they're coming and il- cleaning the, our, our houses of Polish people. We're going to have more Zimbabweans, Malawians, ladies doing this job for half of the amount and they will communicate with us much better because they can speak English better. They are more hard workers than, than uh, unfortunately to, to say so than our, our ladies. Not all of them, of wow. course, are generalizing. Yes, you it, are. It's true, you know. It's true. But, uh, but the point is, for instance, the lady comes to, to us and she doesn't speak English, the matter of communication, and, and has to point by point her what she must do. And it's always conflict. My neighbor, uh, they, they had three maids in one month. They lost their jobs because they couldn't communicate. That's the problem. That's wow, the problem. Yeah, and she, in that way... I'm, I'm, I must say, I'm, I'm offended by what you are saying, but uh, that's a discussion for another day. But I take your point about, um, you know, foreigners would potentially work for less. But I'm, I'm, I'm offended really by some of the things you've just said. Sigin Randberg, good morning. Good morning. Thank you very much for this unique opportunity. I love 
all domestic workers that I know of. Uh, uh, I, I've got one or two uh, in in our uh, uh, myself and 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 in the extended family, and I love them all. And and I think we all trying to pay them as much as we possibly can. Uh, and 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 uh, yes, even beyond that, uh, even beyond the market rates and everything. And 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 but but the trouble is that most people. Uh, feel like that and and can't even afford to do that especially when the economy is declining and 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 therefore there are a lot of people who cannot def- afford this miserable wage that that Sebastian <laughs> can well afford with his Jewish uh, uh, extended family. Oh, come on, and, and, come on. And unfortunately, we nah. don't have that. No, yeah, and, and I mean, and now you're just taking it to the dark side. I'm you, sorry. You, I, I, yeah. Yes, except, except really, it it is not nice. It is not. Uh, they, he is so affluent that he cannot see that these people are going to lose millions of jobs if this were to be enforced. But of course, our police can't. But see, you Nobody don't know can that. It. How how do you know that Sebastian is wealthy? Uh, he, he, you can see it, you can hear it, you can smell it. No, it, how? he's got money there, and 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 that is what makes him say these things because he can afford it. But there are couldn't it just be an of issue people. of compassion? Someone who says, you know what, I think that a living wage is well above this minimum stipulation and and, and, and and the point here is and I think you know what we are losing sight of is the fact that this is a minimum stipulation but unfortunately as usually happens people will get stuck on that and that will become the norm but um, I want to run through a few SMS's and then I'll come back to our panel and get them to respond to everything that has been raised here uh, Miriam says uh, that's not a living wage especially if there's only one breadwinner and this one here from Will in Cape Town. Will says, at our office, the cleaner gets 100 rand for two hours a week. These are normal rates in our area. Another one, um, on minimum wages, we need to speak practically. That is, what are the current statistics in terms of wages currently being paid to domestic workers? Usually one finds that there's an accepted market rate for an area. In our area in Cape Town, the rate is 140 to 180 rand per day, which is way above the current or proposed minimum wage. Uh, running through a few more, Sia says, what is the minimum, minimum qualification to be a domestic worker? There isn't any. And another one, Mr. Kalipi, according to you, how much is a reasonable rental amount and can a full-time domestic worker pay that to an employer? Please consider accommodation, daily meals, water and electricity. Here's another one. Good morning, Sakina. We do not all exploit our help. My houseworker asks 200 rand per day and I pay it gladly. She travels to my house once a week. Um, Emil in Cape Town says, Ms. Vitboy keeps asking, why must we work for 60 rand per day? The answer is simple. You don't have to. This is a free country. The employer offers you a wage and you can choose to accept it or not. Stop this ridiculous socialist populism. Uh, Nomtu in Tuane says, a better paid domestic worker will invest in South Africa, unlike business. 
pay more or cut the exploitative hours. This one says, my helper is due for pension in December. She wants to continue working for me once a week. She doesn't work for anyone else. Is this allowed? Another one, presently foreigners charge 200 rand per day. Who came up with that rate? And a few more here. We should be asking about a recommended wage as well as a minimum wage. And Anonymous in Cape Town says, the lady from the union speaks ignorantly. If a worker does not like a 60 rand a day job, surely they can go out and seek the 600 rand one. The demand and supply of the market will determine this. Johan Hefer in Pretoria says, the only thing worse than being exploited is having nobody who wants to exploit exploit you. Wow. And Wendy says, so strange, when taxes on cigarettes and liquor are raised, the majority will find the extra cash to buy these items, yet they cannot find extra for workers. Tabo in Durban, logic must dictate what is Ms. Vidboy paying her own domestic worker. And uh, this one says, is it better to be earning little or to be unemployed? Please ask the lady, Ms. Vidboy. Wow. There's a lot to chew on. Mr. Mkalipi, let me come to you first. Yes, the, the issue, I mean, is this. This is minimum wage. That's the first thing. All those that can afford to pay more than, more than what is prescribed, that's we encourage. But you know people won't. You know because you have yeah, but, stipulated but, um, a know, minimum you know, wage. Because people won't, it doesn't mean that then the minister must make minimum wage at 10,000. The minister has got to make a minimum wage that she believes that many employers and employees will be affected positively by it. Secondly, I want to just to talk about this issue of minimum wage. There's enough research in the world about how minimum wage works and its effect on the economy. There's no doubt that if you push a minimum wage, any sector at the right level, it is good for the economy. If you push it at the wrong level, it is bad for the economy. There's no doubt about that. Therefore, it's not about, uh, as, 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 as the economics wrote said, it's not about the principle of minimum wage. It's about the level that you put in uh, that will have an effect on the economy. If you put it too high, there's no doubt that it might affect jobs. If you put it too low, there's no doubt that is not going to take people out of poverty. And that's what the minister is trying to balance in this minimum wage, trying to balance keeping people in jobs and at the same time taking them out of poverty. As, as we said, that those that are able to afford more should be able to pay more. But we make minimum wage for the poorest employer. We make minimum wage for the richest employer. We make minimum wage... For those workers who can organize, uh, negotiate for themselves, higher wages, and we make minimum wage for those workers who are not able to negotiate for themselves for higher wages. We cannot stop this becoming the norm that everybody pays what we give in. Mm. But for us, we've got to do the right thing, and this, we think, what we've done is the right thing. I want to go back to what Bonangele was talking about, and, and, and it's the issue of enforcement once again, I think, that he was pushing. And just to ask... Are there any penalties for non-compliance? In terms of our legislation, there are no penalties for non-compliance. Uh, if you do not comply and the, in the enforcement process, then you'll have to pay back uh, uh, all the monies that you did not pay. If, for example, for the last three months you did not comply with the legislation and the inspectors arrive and they are enforcing the law in that enforcement process, then they will uh, make sure that the worker 
uh, 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 is paid whatever due that she was or he was supposed to be paid during that time. But in terms of the law as it stands, there's no extra penalty for the employer for not complying. Mm, okay. And um, Ms. Vitboy, your response to some of the questions that were posed? Wow. Am I angry or <laughs> should I just be mad? <laughs> I think I want to come to the, I want to come to the last one that Kalipi just answered about enforcement of if, uh, if they don't pay. I think even there there's a slight problem with the Department of Labor because they gave a letter to the domestic worker to take to her employer to say you are not abiding by the law and then the, that domestic worker go back and it's up to the employer to respond at times. What I would like to say is that there was questions asked about the salary. There's questions asked about a minimum wage. All we are saying for the one lady that said, that the unions normally say this and the unions normally say that. If a domestic worker decides, I'm fine with 80 rand, yet the domestic worker is traveling from Kailita to Seapoint, is he really satisfied with 80 rand? What will she take home tonight? Is she purely just going to work for bread and milk for the evening for her children? Uh, did she go and kill herself by the employer to work for 80 rand? All we are saying is that pay domestic workers a decent wage. We understand that there is circumstances where a factory worker also employ a domestic worker, but then they should reduce their workers' hours. And that is what we are saying. Why is it whenever it comes to domestic workers' salary, we have an issue? Now, a question was asked about 2016 or 27, 2 million domestic workers will be without jobs. Mm -hmm. Now, okay, what will happen if tomorrow 1,2 million domestic workers decide let's not work how many employers will lose triple or much more than they pay the domestic worker we should also ask that question we should also look at the domestic worker and how they go to work every day for that money how how they bring home but we keep on saying it i mean are we really saying that an employer is going to dismiss me because she must pay me now eight rent and she's going to take another person in the house that what we're living in our country today? I think that it's time that the employers really reward the domestic worker, those that have been so loyal to them and those that have been working so hard. I think we well, can have a whole day to Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. There, there, there's I just so much that we still haven't yes. touched on. Let us pay them a fair wage. Let, because the domestic worker like that one gen, we're not just going out. I've been a domestic worker. I'm not just going to your house to clean. I'm going there to look after your property, your family, while you're building the economy. So why don't you compensate me for also adding to building the economy? And that's all and- we have. I think there's so much more to be said, but let me just end it off with this uh, tweet here from Fundo Michael Maswe, who says, research has shown that there is no correlation between a national minimum wage and job losses. Brazil, Germany, UK use it effectively. With all that said, wage policy cannot be used to compensate for the failure of macroeconomic policy or and trade policy. So this is obviously a conversation that will go on for a long time yet. Thanks to our guest this morning, Mr. Mkalipi from the Department of Labor, as well as Ms. Vidboy from the South African Domestic and Allied Workers Union.